welcome to the Doc G Show, a radio show cluster. F Without further ado, critics have said he has the face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Doc G Gordon. And we are on the air. Welcome to the Doc G Show. I am your host. Doc G with me, as always, Dave Burles, Berlin. Doc, what a great Wednesday to rock out for another Doc G show. You know Am it. I right? You are right, my friend. Yes! I am excited. Word. You hit the You hit the nail on the head with rock, because we've got rock today. We've got blacktop mojo. They are rockers. Sweet. Like, I mean, we've had oh, rockers. Yeah. We just had Collective Soul. We just had Def Leppard. Mm -hmm. We had Def Leppard back in the day with Phil Collin. Um, mm -hmm. But these guys, these guys, that's all they do. They bring the rock. Yeah, man. They, they bring, rock and they jam. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. But, Dave, I need to get something off the table before we get to rocking. Word. Um, Let's hear it. We've talked about inconveniences on the show. I told you mm -hmm. about two that I've had just this year. Two. Two. Jeez. I had Chipotle. They ran out of guacamole. Uncalled for. I had a blister on my pinky toe. I was a little afraid I'd never be able to walk again. Well, mm. those are pretty big inconveniences. I'm going to introduce something new today. This isn't an inconvenience. Say what? Because it's not really taking me out of those comforts. If you remember, right, Dave, an inconvenience is a mm -hmm. trouble or difficulty calls to one's personal requirements or comforts. That's a fact. Well, what I'm mm -hmm. going to tell you about isn't really taken away from those comforts or requirements. So I'm going to label it in annoyance. This okay. Fair was enough. an Fair annoyance. Enough. So, uh, Dave, I was driving around town the other night uh, with my friend Demarcus. Uh, he came mm -hmm. down from South Carolina. We were hanging, uh, and I was I was going to try to choose a new restaurant. We were thinking about a different, a couple different rest restaurants. So okay. we're at a stoplight with two lanes of traffic dedicated to each direction, right? So we got four Alrighty. lanes going. Now, at this particular instance, I'm looking at the GPS to see if I'm on the right track for the restaurant, right? Mm. So I take a look down at the GPS for a second, literally a second. DeMarcus, if you want, mm -hmm. he can do, he can back me up on this. We can call up DeMarcus, he'll back me up. Second, right? Yes! In that one second, the light turned green. And a oh. car, not in my lane, but the other lane, not blocked by my car, just mm -hmm. lays into the horn. Wait, what? Not just oh a, a toot toot. <laughs> hey, it's green. This is like, you're about to murder a small child. Like that kind of honk. And like, I scared the bejesus out of me, Dave. I was like, what the would you? Oh, it's green? That's what you did that for? Dave, there was no need for this. Uh, nope. No oh need. Oh my gosh. Th that is such an annoyance. I, that that really grinds my gears. This helped no one, Dave. First of all, they were in the other lane. So me not noticing this light for a second affected nothing of their drive. So right. true. This affected right. nothing of them. 
but they still laid on it. And then, even worse, what was worse than it didn't affect them, was that there was another traffic light 200 yards down the road. So they literally stopped two cars in front of me 200 yards down the road. Oh, come on! Like, really? Mm. Really? You had to let me know about that horn so you could get 12 yards in front of me? Is that what you had to do? Karma's a What can we say? That's not even, it's even, not even when I, karma. It, like it's even worse. Understand. It's even worse up north, man. I remember when I was in New Jersey, and I was, um, you know, paying attention. I was very aware. I wasn't looking at my phone or anything. Nope. Literally, the the change the light changes from red to green. I don't even have the time to, for my foot to move from the brake to the gas pedal. Yeah. And someone starts honking, yeah. and I'm like, really? Well, like, I, in those situations, I'm just like, hey, I'm like, do you want me to do a research study? I can show you. You're not going to get to where you want to go any faster. Nope. I can tell you that right Nothing now. Nothing at all. There's there's 60 more lights that you've got to get through to get to wherever you want to go. That's a fact. You're not going to get there any faster by going one millisecond faster at this one light. But like, I don't know what annoyed me more because like an <laughs> bag that's impatient. I've had that before. This person. Mm -hmm didn't even they weren't even hindered by me not noticing right. the light like that, well, and, that and then like you said they're gonna be like weaving through in and out driving like a butthole and you're gonna just see them at the next light right next to you like, <laughs> to that's, me, that, Dave, that just gives though, me the just a great feeling after to, to me though it them not being in my lane that's like the equivalent of like if i was sitting at home and I had a nice roaring fire going, and it's in, they'll say it's in the winter time, right? And my neighbor mm -hmm. came by and looked in the window and saw that I had this fire in the fireplace and called the fire department. So true. Like, I got under. Why do you care? This is my house. Yeah, yeah. It, it, definitely. This has nothing to do with you. It was so such an annoyance day. Such an annoyance. Yeah. What, did, what, what was the per what would the, what did they look like? I didn't Young, even look old. at him. I didn't even have. I didn't. Uh, you didn't, I, I didn't give him the give him the time of day. No, I love no. It. I was like, you don't deserve it, person. You don't deserve it. That's right, Dave. You know what my goal is today? Hmm. To be that person that uh, we, you know, be a little annoying Wait, in the what? background and they no. don't pay us any attention. No, <laughs> the opposite, Dave. To not let our show be an annoyance for anyone today. That's my okay. goal. Which I'm sure okay, there's... We'll just, we'll just be there in the flow of traffic. I'm sure somebody's like, think. well, you already ruined that. You're you're done. So Sorry, true. I had to turn off the radio. You're already annoyed. <laughs> Dave, are you ready to fire up the show? Oh, Let's fire it up, man. All three engines up and burning. Two, one... Zero and lift off. Uh, Dave, like I said, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Word. Blacktop Mojo. Another one. The boys from Palestine, Texas. Hard time yes, rockers. Yes. We're going to be talking to their lead singer, Matt James. And uh, I put it up earlier this weekend. He looks extremely similar to my friend, Brian Beverly. It's ridiculous. They're, they're um, long lost brothers. It is. It really seems like it, man. But we're gonna we're gonna talk Palestine. We're gonna talk cover songs. We're gonna talk Mojo Mansion. Mm -hmm. And of course, we're gonna talk. Ooh. We're gonna talk uh, about hard rock and the traveling lifestyle. Yeah. And and no doubt, we're gonna jam to some of their songs. But first, 
we start we start where we start birthday suit let's do it happy birthday Mr. President. Uh, August 14th, 1959, Lansing, Michigan. Okay. That's where our birthday suit wearer was born. Uh, six siblings. Right. Six. Three half-siblings. Wow. His father had two jobs and worked a part-time third job, which would make sense if you have nine kids you got to support. Um, mm-hmm. He was a garbage man, and he had a uh, job at General Mo- Motors. Growing up, our birthday suit okay. wearer loved sports. But especially basketball. His favorite basketball player, Bill Russell. Yes! Our birthday suit wearer's uh, talent was very obvious when he scored 48 points in a middle school game. Jeez. In high wow. school, he went on to lead his team to a state title, averaging, averaging 28.8 points and 16.8 rebounds a game. He then went Damn. on to college at Michigan State, where he took the team to a national championship against Indiana State and Larry Bird. Yeah. Ooh, I'm going to go with Magic Johnson. Yes, that is correct. Urban Magic Johnson. Yes, indeed. Dang, 60 Five years time. old, huh? Yeah, that's, tr- that's correct. Five-time champion, three-time MVP final, three-time MVP winner, 12-time All-Star, 10-time All-NBA, four-time assist leader, two-time still leader, and Olympic gold medalist, Mr. Magic Johnson. Yes, indeed. Wow. What a what a resume. Yes! We'll just skip over the coaching and the presidenting of teams. We don't need to talk about that. Yeah, kind of not re- stuff. not really that important. <laughs> not really the highlight of his career. Um, but yeah, man, doing Happy great. Happy birthday, Mr. Johnson. Doing great, that yeah, Magic doing Johnson. Great, looking good. So. Looking good. Sixty. Sixty. Impressive, man. Have a happy birthday there, Magic. Uh, yes, Dave, are you ready? Are you ready to rip some yes, headlines? Sir, I think it's time to rip. It's yeah. ready. It's ready. It's now time for Rip from the Headlines. Uh, Dave, okay, our first Newsweek story, or our first story is from Newsweek. I apologize there. Um, now, we all remember the horrid stories from Peru and Australia about mm-hmm. frightening spiders casually murdering and sucking Ooh. the life out of possums. Ew. I think we remember yep. that. Uh, well, Dave, uh, if you weren't a fan of those stories then I would advise nope. you not going to Colorado for the next few weeks. Wait, what? Okay, I will not then. That's a fact. Yeah, because apparently it's the annual migration of the Oklahoma brown tarantulas. Ew. Oh, my God. Which, I'm going to be honest, I didn't even know Colorado had tarantulas. Nope. Like, I thought it got too cold. I didn't either. Tarantulas. But, Col- uh, like, I mean. I'm never I'm- going there now. I'm guessing it's like in the non-elevated areas of Colorado. So true. Because I don't feel like there's like, you know, 14,000 foot tarantulas with a little snow park is on. Like, woohoo! It is chilly up here. Warm, oh, my they goodness. got like hair on them. They, they do. They be able to survive. Not enough to keep you warm in those kind of conditions. But anyways, like I said, uh, they've got their mass migration going on. Uh, also, that here's a question. Me. Why aren't they Colorado tarantulas? Hmm. If they're in Colorado yeah. and they're migrating, they're, why aren't they Colorado? They're, they're not Sooners, all right? They're not Sooners. Nope. Anyways, this giant migration Scary. of tarantulas basically involves... I can't, I can't do it, man. 
<laughs> the male tarantula coming out of their burrow and looking for a mate. That's what's going on here. Because they're, they're oh, burrow God. dwelling. They basically hang out in their burrows, right? They never leave, which yeah. is a good thing. I, uh, I uh, applaud they them for that. They can stay down there. But yep. uh, apparently this is how things go down. The male tarantula comes out, spins a web where he leaves his sperm and copulates with the appendages near his own mouth to prime that, right? Then he dashes off in case the female spider devours him. Jeez. Yeah. Like, this is a going thing. Yeah, this is a going thing in the arachnid family. And I'm going to be honest, that risk-reward scenario for the male spider, I I think if I was one, I'd just be like, I'm good. I'll just hang here in my I'll be single. I'm fine. (laughs) I'm, I'm just going to... cave. Yeah. You know what? The negative side, I may get eaten. Not not, not good enough. That's that's not good. Um, here's another thing I learned when I read about this migration. Uh, you know how old these things can live? Hmm. Probably like 40 years. Yeah, close. 30. 30. Yeah. The females yeah, can live long. up to 30 years. Long. Here, cats and dogs are dying like 12 years old. Oh. These things live up to 30 years. That doesn't... That's not fair. Nope. That's not fair. Not at all. Let's switch that. Yeah. Why aren't our fuzzy friends living that long instead of these not-so-fuzzy friends? I mean, you know, I'm not going to tag these guys, but I'd like them to keep their distance. Yes! You know? I'm just saying. Anyways, ridiculous, Dave. Steer clear. Colorado. Steer clear. Yes! Um, For the next month or so. Then you're good. Uh, Forever. Dave. This next story, yeah, yeah, I'm not too huge on, no offense, Colorado, but you guys don't listen to the show, so, so if you true. start listening to the show, we'll say nicer things. Maybe, maybe um, we'll go. Exactly. Mississippi started saying, uh, they started listening, so we stopped saying bad things about their state. Yes! Uh, until they go back into the news, and we may have to say Wait, what? Uh, Dave, <laughs> this next story is from the New York Post. Uh, have you ever uh, had furniture delivered to your house? Hmm. Yeah, ma'am, for sure. Well, in my experience, they're sort of like cable guys, right? Mm-hmm. They they usually show up late, uh, or at least yep. not they when they say they're this, gonna. Like they, yeah, they give you like the range of time, and it's always at the end range. Yeah, and, and yeah, I like I understand, right? They get ambitious. They think they're gonna go out there and get like through eight houses in an hour. Nope. And they get some picky house with some lady that's like, no. No, the couch is not at a right angle. Girl, come on. Are you sure I ordered that rug? Could you please watch the carpet? I just had it clean. And they're like, oh, Jesus. Wham. And next thing they know, two hours late. I get it. I understand. Yep. Um, well, Mitchell Helton, he was not hearing the excuses nope. from the uh, furniture delivery dudes. So Mitch is 55 years old, and he lives in Manatee County down there near Tampa, right? Um, okay. He ordered some furniture furniture delivery showed up late. Now, the important thing, the paper didn't tell me how late. I would like to know this detail. Hmm. They didn't give yeah, me... That's a pretty important fact. Right, because like two hours versus four months, different. Different. Um, nonetheless, Mitch wasn't having any of their apologies. The two delivery men apolog- uh, apologized, but he kept complaining. So delivery men finally were like, "Oh, do you, do you still want the furniture, or... Do you not like do you? And Mitch was like, "I don't care. Do whatever you want." Word. Which, like, you know, come on, Mitch. You want the furniture? Stop screwing around. Yeah, you um, you already paid for it. Now, see if you notice where Mitch takes it up a notch here. He then pulled out his gun 
and pointed it at both men and said, you know I've shot people for less. What? Did wow. you see where he took it up a notch? <laughs> right there. I That's where he that. took it up a notch. Yep. Yeah. The delivery at man then, of course, jumped in the truck, called the police, and Mitch was arrested soon after. Now, my biggest question here... Was that just an empty threat, or was that real? Like, I feel like the police should investigate that at least a little bit. Because I feel like if he's killed people over less, hmm. this dude has, like, killed thousands of people. So true. Because there, yeah, there's like, a lot like of daily. offenses that cross over that. Yeah, exactly. Like, they should, while he's in jail, not out on bond, they should probably take a gander at Mitch, I'm just saying. Uh, Dave, this next story comes from CBS Minnesota Channel 4. Uh, okay. So, Dave, apparently there's a strip club in Omaha, Nebraska, uh, in, a, in a neighborhood of Omaha. And the neighborhood okay. is upset at this sign. Uh, so Candy's Gentleman Club Sweet. put a sign up outside of their club that says, quote, fully nude girls, stay-at-home moms, earn extra cash, apply within. Yes! Right? Oh, I guess. You know, just trying, just trying to support the local economy. I understand what Candy's is doing. That's a fact. Um, Dave, why do you think the neighbors in this neighborhood are upset? Hmm. Dude, I don't know, man. They're just trying to stimulate the economy. Exactly. But I can give you one guess. It's 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 a cause of a lot of the upsetness of communities around the country. That would be the kids, Dave. Yes! The kids. Yes! They're the worried. Kiddos. Would somebody please think of the children? So Jetta Evelyn, she said, quote, she shouldn't have to explain what it means to her eight-year-old son. Nope. She said, my son has seen the sign, and he has asked, Mom, why would moms go be naked? Why, why do they want naked moms? Hmm. The fact that this has fully nude girls and stay-at-home moms, my son can read. He knows what nude means. It's just kind of terrible. Okay, Dave. So first off, she started by saying, I shouldn't have to explain what it means to uh, my eight-year-old son. Okay, Miss Evelyn. You don't have to. The end. That's a fact. It's your kid. You can let him go around being clueless. That's fine. Yes! Mommy, what's that sign mean? I don't know, son. <laughs> crazy. There you go. That's it. That's all you got to do. <laughs> that's that's you, you can do that if you want. He's your kid. You can do that, right? And I mean, call me crazy, though, Dave. It doesn't seem like an explanation should be that hard. Hmm. Mommy, what's that sign mean? Well, son, there's some real weirdos out there that want to see moms naked. <laughs> crazy. Anyways, you can leave the curse words out if you prefer. That's fine. You can do that, too. It's your kid. It's your choice. Just like it's their sign. I'm just saying, you know, do what you want with your kid. He's got to learn it sometime. If he's 28 out there and he sees that sign, he's like, oh, I didn't know that went on. People are going to think he's a weirdo. So you might as well tell him now. It'll work. That's a fact. Jeez. I'm just saying. Dave. He'll know it soon. Trust me, Mom. I'm just saying, Dave. Uh, Dave, this is a weird story from DailyMail.com. Uh, so, you know, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a fan of felines. Big felines. Small felines. Mm -hmm. Furry fellas yeah. of all types. So, uh, Kigali, Kigali is a lioness in a German zoo. Hmm. Big old lion, okay. right? 
Okay. And she she had two babies. Two little cubs. Zoo was really excited, oh. right? They're like, all right, we've got these fellas. They're going to bring in the folks. Folks are going to want to see the cubs. Mm-hmm. Three days after she gave birth to the cubs, she was grooming them when she took a real U-turn and just swallowed each of the cubs whole. Word. She what? just literally ate them. Just completely. Just whole. What? Is that whole? Well, uh, the zoo was pretty stunned by this, as you can imagine. They were like, uh, never really seen this before. Nope. So the zoo gave two possible explanations. One was that Kigali sensed the cubs were ill. That's a fact. So she had some kind of sixth sense, and she was like, oh, no, don't want to put them through that trouble. I'll just eat them instead, Hmm. right? The other was that this was Kigali's first time giving birth to the cubs, and she didn't know what to do with them. Hmm. Which, I got to be honest, if it's number two... I really hope that hasn't happened to humans before. So true. Like, this is a real awkward situation in the nursery when they come in. They're like, hey, what happened to Frank the kid? And they're like, oh, sorry. I, I got worried. I never had a kid before, and I ate him. So Girl, come on. it's going to be a real hard day uh, tomorrow working through the digestive system, but Frank's gone. So Ew. that's weird. Like, I really hope that Man. hasn't happened before. So, Kigali, better luck next time on that, Kigali. Uh, Dave, sad, this... man. Yeah, well, she didn't seem too tore up about it. She seemed okay afterward. Nope. Um, Dave, this story is from Fox Channel 5 in Washington, D.C. So, we've talked about some police incidents on the show before. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. cops using excessive force. Um, yeah. This one's a pretty interesting example. So, uh, this is in Maryland. Uh, Ray Harris Jr., he was coming home, doing his civil uh, civic duty. He was, at, uh, he, he was at jury duty. So, he's coming home from jury duty, and a cop pulls him over. And automatically, I gotta say, if this was me, I'd be like, Are you effing kidding? I just did my civic duty, and these turds are pulling me over. I would be cursing. This is how you so, treat me. <laughs> I would be cursing so many things in my car. I would be getting the title out of my car. I'm like, I'm going to shove this in his face. And I know that's not right, but I'd be doing it, Dave. That's what I'd be doing. I'd be upset. Yes! Ray, he yeah. was a little bit concerned because he was like, this is weird. I don't think I was doing anything wrong. He didn't feel safe, so he did the new trend. He started videotaping, right? Started recording, mm. right? Oh, um, so the cop gets to the window, and, and Ray just rolls down the window a little bit, right? Rolls it down like mm-hmm. a quarter of the way, right? And the cop asks him to get out of the car. Mm. Doesn't say anything else. Just comes, demands to get out of the car. He doesn't say, how's it going? Doesn't say, hey, nice day we're having. Doesn't say he wants him to get out of the car because of this. He doesn't say, here's why I pulled you over. None of that. Just says, get out of the car. Nope. Right? So obviously, Ray's like, whoa, I don't have to get out of the car. And tell me what I did wrong. And the officer's like, Mm -hmm. get out of the car. And he's like, no, tell me what I did wrong, and I'll get out of the car for you if you tell me why I'm getting out of the car. This went back and forth for like five minutes. And the cop just refusing to say 
why he wanted to get him out of the car. I mean, that's a simple answer, right? I think you have a weapon mm -hmm. in the car. He could have said that. I think you have drugs in the car. He could have said that. Anything. He didn't. He just said, get out of the car. Well, then, out of nowhere, the cop reaches over and grabs the window and literally rips the window out, shattering the window. Wait, he what? just grabs oh that gosh. thing and just whoosh, and it just shatters everywhere, then grabs Ray and pulls him out of the car. Hmm. Just Dang, that's rips crazy. Him out of Superhuman strength. And I gotta say, the the amazing thing to me, uh, one of the amazing things about this, was like Ray's demeanor didn't even really change in the car. Like once he shattered that window, Ray just looks over at the at the uh, phone like, "Ugh, can you believe it?" I'm like, "Whoa, Ray! If I was you, I'd be like, what the f happening? Oh my God! It's Terminator! He's coming into my car! Like, <laughs> what? So true. And he A just more pulls theatrical. him out." So, anyways, he spent eight hours in jail, apparently, for the uh, charge of failing to obey a lawful order. But then, the charges would just mysteriously drop, and they let him go. And the cops still did not give an explanation of why he pulled him over. Hmm. Um, Amazing how that works. I'm going to be honest, Dave. If that's your temperament, you may not want to be a cop. That's a fact. It's not mm. the best, it's not the best not this, idea for you. this time. I mean, just tell him a reason. That's all I'm saying. Just give him a reason. Like, that's all yeah. you got to do. Just one reason. Dave, this next story is from uh, Yahoo. Yahoo News. Um, okay. So it seems like we're having a wave of grandmas killing snakes. Word. Uh, so, Dave, if you remember a couple of months ago, we had a grandma in Pennsylvania kill a king cobra. Um that was oh, unexplainably yeah, yeah, yeah. cruising around a neighborhood like 3,000 mm -hmm. miles away from its natural habitat. Well, right. uh, anyways, um, Garlene Iceman, which I got to be honest, what a name, Garlene. Yeah, that's a nice old lady name. If I knew Garlene, I'd definitely call her Gary. That's a fact. So anyways. Yeah, oh, yeah. Gary is an 89-year-old great-grandmother who is also known by her family as Grandma Bunny. Word. Well, Gary lives in Tallahassee, and her passion in life is her birds and squirrels. I don't know if you know too many old folks, but they, they do really enjoy their birds, right? Yes. They so, love their, their natural environment. Yes. Exactly. So one week she started noticing the birds were missing from her feeder. And, you know, Gary, no doubt, has all types of names for these birds, I would guess. She's probably sitting there at her window like, what? Have any anybody seen Hank yet? Hank has not showed up to the feeder. That is worrisome. Hank usually comes around 10.30. Got him here in my log. That's strange. He hasn't came so by. True. So she initially thought, maybe I'm putting out bad bird seed. So she went to the pet store was like, hey, how's this bird seed? They're like, it's fine. She's like, hmm. So she went back and she noticed Three weeks ago, she saw a six-foot corn snake slithering out of the box. Wait, mm. what? Mm. Well, wow. Gary was pretty grief-stricken by this. She said, I started crying. I didn't know what to do. So eventually, she spotted the snake again. This time, she went into action. She literally, in the story, says, I grabbed a hammer and a twig. Word. 
Not really sure what the twig is for, but she grabbed a hammer and a twig. Poke it. (laughs) Apparently. And she literally goes out and laid all on that snake. She turned the hammer sideways and bashed its brains out. Just smashed it to death. And she said, quote, I do not want to go through that anymore. Hmm. Watching those birds brought a lot of joy to me. Well, you know what the snake doesn't want to go through anymore? Gary getting his brains bashed in. All right? Yep. And you know what doesn't bring a lot of joy to that corn snake, Gary? Getting his brains yeah. bashed in. All right? That's so true. Jeez, Gare Bear. Next time, just throw a bag over the snake and call Florida Wildlife Care. Yes. They can relocate the fella. Yes. Jeez. I mean, for that kind of violence, Dave, I am definitely revoking her name as Grandma Bunny. She is Gary. That's right. She is Gary. Gary the, and, s- the snake killer. Yeah, and Gary, you're better than that, all right? Get yourself together, Gary. Jeez. Girl, come on. It's not even a poisonous snake. At least the one in, in Pennsylvania was killing a poisonous snake. This is a corn snake, man. I can't do anything. Nope. She just bashed the crap out of its brains. That's sad. Dave, last story. This one's from the uh, Washington Post. Uh, Dave, politics, they can get pretty serious. So true. Even uh, oh, yeah. even local politics. Yeah, even well, this, between friends. This, uh, this last story here, this is from Homa Bay, Kenya. Um, okay. Homa uh, Bay, Kenya was having a county assembly, and they were debating, right? They were going back and forth, right? They were... They were getting hot, hot and heavy as far as the discussion, and then things got derailed. And I'll explain how they got derailed. Julius Gaia, one of the members of the assembly, broke into the argument and said, quote, Honorable Speaker, one of us has polluted the air, and I know who it is. Word. And assembly member Gaia then pointed out who polluted the air, and the accused member replied, I am not the one. I could not do such a thing in front of my colleagues. Hmm. The speaker noticed the chaos that was starting to erupt in the assembly, and he ordered sergeants to bring air fresheners. Quote, get whatever flavor you will find in any office, whether it's vanilla or strawberry. We cannot continue sitting in an environment that smells this bad. Nope. So apparently, Dave, someone <laughs> farted in the Homa Bay County Assembly. Um, A nasty two, one, too. It just kind of lingered there. Two, two things. One, I think we obviously go with the old homage, whoever smelt it, dealt it. Yes! So it was obviously oh, Ju- yeah. Julius Gaia that did it. He was worried about that thing getting out, so he brought it up and was like, oh, it's totally that guy, right? We know you did it, Julius. Deal with it. So true. Second, I like how the uh, honorable speaker clarified that he didn't care uh, the type of scent of air freshener. Nope. Just hey, anything. go get an air freshener. But if all we have is strawberry, don't bring it in here. That's not worth it. I don't want a strawberry fart in here, all right? I do not want that. But vanilla, bring that in there. That'll wipe out fart like nobody's business. Word. Uh, all right, guys, we're going to take a break. We're going to hear from our guest today, Blacktop Mojo. This is their own original. This is where the wind blows right here on the Doc G Show. Let go.
Doc G Show, Spinnaker Radio, WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Dave? Guys, check out the website, mm-hmm. www.thedocgshow.com. Mm-hmm. Check it out. There's some cool stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Also, whatever app you're listening to us on, give us a five-star rating. Mm. Give us a comment. Mm-hmm. Say how awesome we are. Amen. Um, oh, and Doc just launched the new oh, yeah. uh, playlist on oh, Spotify yeah. for all the artists that we've had on the show. So you can have a huge jam session all the way from uh, Rock and Yella all the way to... Gin Blossoms. Um, you know, Bones. Black, yeah, Gin Blossoms, Blacktop Mojo. I mean, 
you could just the whole spectrum genre of music yeah just jam for that's hours right. dave i was gonna give a shout out to my man tj he had the brilliant idea shout he was out. like hey you guys have great musical guests on your show is there any way i can just listen to the artist and i was like uh no there's not but guess what tj there soon will be because that's a genius yeah, idea sweet. so you i just sparked magic i put it on there blacktop mojo collective soul gin blossoms bones band of heathens blackberry smoke anybody that's been on the show we've got their tunes on there and sometimes you know you just want to hear the music you don't want to hear the stupid that we talk about so guess, <laughs> guess what you don't have to you can just go on spotify and hear all the good jams so there you go there you uh go. dave are you ready hit that with a like too yeah do that i'm ready man got a couple of likes already i was pretty excited just in the first 24 hours very excited um are you ready for shout outs yeah who listened to us man okay first we're gonna start right here in florida ormond beach they were getting the lessons. Shout out. Yeah, they were getting they were, they were jamming out there. They were getting a lot of lessons. I liked it. Uh Saskatoon. Saskatoon, Canada, Shout man. Out. The most lessons I've ever like seen. We've had Saskatoon. We have had Saskatoon. We've had uh artists from Saskatoon as well. Uh the Sheepdogs nice. and the Dead South, both uh from the uh the province there. Um okay. they, they they were listening it up though. And of course, of course, shout out Mozambique. Shout out, always in the shout house. Out. Mozambique, let's go. Uh, shout out Dave, home of the dogs, Athens, Georgia. They've been listening. Shout out. Dave, your favorite, holding it down for Italy, Genoa. Shout out. Mm. Shout out Genoa, the man. They're, they're regulars, man. I got the you're right. There's there's some pockets. We got some real regular listeners all across the country, all across the world. It makes me happy. Genoa being one of those. Yeah. Mozambique they being love another. Us. Here comes another one, Dave. This is another one of our of our Doc G family. Kosha Brazil. Kosha. Yeah. Kosha. Yeah, they're always they there. Us, and it man. makes me happy. Now here's another one. Now, I'm not saying they're taking Genoa's place in Italy, but we also got Bassano del Grappa, Italy. Shout yeah. out. Yeah. Oh. Hoo, hoo, hoo. Yeah. Now, Bassano, I did a little ge- I did a little geography lesson before we came on air. It's actually across the, the, the country. So, Genoa's... Ah, a, so we're, we're spread across Italy. Yeah, Genoa's That's on right. the west coast. Uh, Bassano is closer to the west, uh, the east coast. So we got both sides. Very nice. Uh, Dave, one cool. one I don't see too often in Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Shout out, shout Fort out. Lauderdale. Ooh, yeah, shout out to Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. And last one, I told them, not making fun of their state as long as they listen, Moss Point, Mississippi. Shout Moss out. Point. Woo-hoo-hoo. Okay, thank like you it. for all the listens, folks. We appreciate it. Uh, yeah, thanks, everyone. Dave. Second birthday suit. Are you ready? Hmm. Okie dokie. Here we go. Uh, August 14th, 1983. In the former USSR is where our birthday suit wearer was born. Her mom was a physics teacher and her dad was a mechanical engineer. But her family decided to give that up and go to the United States because they didn't see a future for their children in the USSR. They moved to the United States in 1991. 
our birthday suit wearer started the second grade not being able to speak any English at all. Wait, what? Like, real quick, like, obviously that really sucks if you're this girl. But just also think about the teacher. Like, what do you do with that? Like, oh man, <laughs> like, there's like so much like physical, like trying to like m- like hand motion. Like, Ugh. I feel like I'd just be the lazy Tough. teacher and just give them like a jigsaw puzzle and be like, there you go, you know, go no- Here, distract yourself, not knock that out. There you go. Nonetheless, Dave, despite the language setback, her father started her in acting lessons only two years later. Wow. Two years later, after she can't speak a word of English, she's already speaking English and doing acting. Mm-hmm. Um, she, wow. She started doing Impressive. commercials and small roles, but she landed her biggest role when she was only 14 when she auditioned for the role of Jackie Burkhart on That 70s Show. The audition started... Uh, or the audition stated that all actors must be 18. She told the casting directors that she was going to be 18. She just didn't say when. Mm. Sneaky. Mm. <laughs> like, I feel like Very that's, sneaky. that's only going to work for a little bit. Like, I'll be 18. Huh? This guy looks like he's five. Should we ask when he's going to turn she's 18? She's got a while. Um, she told the casting directors that she's going to be 18, and they were so excited that she was so good at the part, they gave it to her anyway. So she became Jackie Burkhart mm. on that 70s show. She went on to be in several large movies, including Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Max Payne, Rejected, Black Swan, Friends with Benefits, and Ted. She is now married to the former... Uh. It's Mila Kunis. Yes, indeed, Mila Kunis. Yes. Let's go. Wow, I didn't know that about her. Yeah. Very impressive. Yeah. Russia is, Russian is her first language. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people think she's some type of uh, Latino descent. Nope. She is not. She is Russian. Yeah. Mm. And she's actually... Learned uh, something new every day. She's actually Jewish as well. Her, uh, her parents raised her Jewish as well. So, uh, oh, Ru- Russian, wow. Russian Jewish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So now she's married to Ashton Kutcher. And uh, I think they've got two kids. I love them of together. Of their own. Yeah. Love two, them together. You know, I mean, I guess. I'll get with you. Sure. Yeah. Why not? That's good. Let's uh, yeah. Well, they were they were good on the movie, so like they were very playful, and so ah, you yeah. know, just acting, acting lovey dovey. She turned the big, turning yeah. the big. What is what is that? Three six, three six, three six. Yeah. Three, six. Happy um, birth- wow, young still. Yeah, Dave. Uh, Seems like she's been around a long, also. She has. But like you said, when you're 14, and that's right, almost 18. That's right, soon <laughs> to be 18. Uh, <laughs> Dave, I bring it back pretty often, and it's it's because I think uh, we need it in this world. We need a little positivity, right? Right? Yeah. So I think it's time to find out agree, things that don't suck. Here we go. Things that don't suck. A list of consisting of Paul Rudd and whatever the doc wants to say now. Dave, I've got two things. Two things that don't suck. Oh, um, double the s- not non-suckage. That's right. Double your pleasure with two things that don't suck. Uh, first, what? Dave, we've got a problem with plastics in the ocean. Am I right? Plastics. Yeah. Oh, big problem. I hate it. 
Big problem. Hey, it's not just the big things either. You know, a lot of people think of the big things. The whole deal, uh, straws. People being like, oh, I had to take my damn straw to Starbucks. I need it. I can't drink my frat without Wait, it. Wait, what? You can. Just sip it, you turds. You don't need a straw. Man, the... The worst thing is when you see like the sea turtles with the uh, like the six pack wrap yeah. around their necks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that gets me every time. Sad. So true. Never gonna find Nemo like that. Nope. Bad. Um, okay, so anyways, uh, they they wind up in the ocean, but we also have microplastics days. Say what? Um, we have two different types. We have primary microplastics from things like clothing, fabrics, and makeup, and then you've got secondary primary uh, secondary microplastics that break down from bigger things like water bottles and plastic bags. These are pieces mm-hmm. of plastic that are at least five millimeters or smaller. So they're very, okay. very tiny. That's why they're called micro, obviously. So true. So the problem here is uh. that the microplastics are working their way up the food chain, Dave. What? Everything has microplastics in it. Plankton, coral, fish, uh, all crustaceans, everything. They're getting microplastics oh, all in it. Yeah, it's bad. Jeez. And the thing is, is we don't fully know the problems with microplastics. We know some mm-hmm. of them. They're associated with birth defects, cancer, toxicity, a lot of bad stuff, right? So we need to find Sheesh. a way to get rid of microplastics. And, and a lot of scientists sure. have been working on this, but they haven't got it. Well, enter Theon Ferreira. That's right, Theon Ferreira. He is an 18-year-old, 18 year old from Ireland. So Fion entered the Google Science Fair Grand Prize. Sweet. Right? Mm -hmm. So this is basically you put in uh, a great uh, world-saving scientific uh, uh, invention and you could win Mm $50,000. Well, he put in one for extracting microplastics from water. Mm. Fion created... Oh, my goodness. An extraction method using a mixture of magnets and a combination of oil and magnetite powder. Wait, what? And when he flowed water through this filtration system, he did over a thousand separate separate tests on this filtration system. And Fion found on that average, this filtration system filtered 87% of the microplastics out of the water. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. 18, that is amazing. Dave. Yeah. So Google gave him the grand prize, $50,000. Which, come on, Google. $50,000? You got billions, man. Up the prize just a little bit. Yeah! Like, like Congress just sued you for, or, or sued uh, Facebook like $5 billion. You got more than Facebook. That's chump change, man. At least, at least up it to like $500,000. That's right. Give Fion a little bit more money. There you money. go. Anyways, they're going to shut it off Dude, now. You're never 18 years old, man. That's so crazy. true. Now that I said that, you're never going to see the Doc G show on Google anymore. Nope. You're going to look it up, and they're just going to say that show doesn't exist. Non-existent. Um, <laughs> anyways, my man Fion is on a whole nother level. Yes! This guy, he's attending college in the Netherlands next year. He works at the Shoal Planetarium. He speaks three languages fluently, Fionn. Girl, come on! He's won wow. 12 major science awards and has a minor planet named after him by winning a competition at the 2018 International Science and Engineering Fair. Fair. What? Oh, that's so cool. What? 
He's got a planet named after him. That's man. right. Theon is definitely something that doesn't suck. That's a fact. Uh, please, please, Theon. Just, his whole life just doesn't suck. Please, Fion, continue your brilliant work and keep us from destroying our planet so we can continue to make this stupid show. We would appreciate so it. So true. We'd really appreciate Amen. it. Amen. Amen. All right, second uh, thing that doesn't suck, uh, Dave. Um, so my man, Brad Ryan, he, uh, double mm. first namer there. Brad Ryan was feeling a little burned out uh, back in 2015. Mm. He was finishing up veterinarian school, mm. right? Okay. And uh, he just needed a little break. So he decided, what better break than go visit some of my relatives? That's a fact. So he hopped in the car sure. and went and visited his grandma back in a small town in Ohio. So he's talking to his 85-year-old grandma about her life, trying to get some life wisdom. And she just mentioned in passing, she was like, she was like you need to get out, see, see the world. Because I regret yeah. not having seen the ocean and see some big mountains. Hmm. Now, a normal person, right, would be like, you're right, Grandma, and then drive home and be inspired on the drive home and then get home mm -hmm. and eat a big bag of Doritos and forget about whatever Grandma yep. said and go about their day, right? Oh, yeah. But Brad, mm -hmm. Brad was like, <laughs> wait, what? You want to party at the ocean and some mountains? Well, we've got to make that happen, yes! Grandma. And he was like, we are going to do it. Yes! So he was like, hey, Grandma, you want to go to the Smoky Mountains? And Grandma Joy, she was in. That's her name, by the way, Grandma Joy. She Grandma was like, Joy. yeah, Perfect. I'm in. Weird. And she went to the Smoky Mountains with him. Now, that didn't, it didn't stop there, Dave. They have since that time, since 2015, went to 29 different national parks and have traveled 25,000 miles together to 38 different states. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love it. I yeah. love that. Yeah, Brad said, quote, seeing the world through my grandmother's eyes who every morning wakes up and is thankful to be alive has taught me how to live. With her, I've had to slow down and see it in a different way. I love my grandma so much, I want people who are younger to know you aren't too cool to hang out with your grandparents. Yeah! So true. Yeah! That's right, Grandma Dude, Joy! Brad Ryan, you are the man, sir. I completely get down with that. Spending time with the oldies but goodies. Yes. Grandma Joy, kicking a little A and taking some names. And guess what? That's not grandma it. Grandma Joy partying all over the place. That's not it, Dave. If you want to follow them, you can. You can follow their travels on oh, Instagram. What's their Instagram? Grandma Joy's Road Trip. Yeah. Grandma <laughs> Joy's Road Trip on Instagram. Check it, it out, guys. Those are two things. Two things that don't suck. Guys, don't we will be right back all, with J Matt James from Blacktop Mojo. But first, we're going to hear their cover of Aerosmith's Dream On right here on the oh, Doc G so Show. So good.
And we are back here on the Doc G yes. Show. Today we are joined by lead singer of the fantastic band Blacktop Mojo. Their third album, Under the Sun, is coming out September 13th. Mr. Matt James. Matt, how's it going? It's going good, brother. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Uh, so let's start with the whole band. The whole band is out of Palestine, Texas, uh, town there in between Dallas and Houston. Uh, you guys have been together since about 2012 when you and Nathan uh, teamed up. Uh, now, I heard you guys started as a country hmm. band. Uh, in the back of your head, did you always know you wanted to play rock, or did it just slowly turn to uh, turn to rock from country, and you're like, well, I guess this is what, it, what we do now? Uh, it's a little bit of both, man. I think uh, <laughs> I like the... I liked a lot of country music and uh, a lot of the Texas music and stuff that was uh, when I was in college and when I was learning how to play guitar and um, that's a lot of the stuff that I learned and uh, I think Nathan had more kind of a rock background and uh, I mean I always listen to rock of course too and yeah. so you know when we got together and we started writing songs they just kind of they kind of came out a little heavier and heavier and heavier and then all of a sudden it was like well I guess we're a rock band. <laughs> Guys, I noticed these guitars have distortion on them. I think we may be playing yeah. rock. I don't what? know. Um, yeah. So you're, you're a talented singer. You put a lot of emotion into your songs. Uh, what, what initially got you into singing? Um, the first time I ever sang in front of anybody, I was uh, the lion in the fifth grade play. Nice. Nice. So you were looking but, uh, for courage. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, is like, did you start? Did you go into choir into high school, or uh, was it just mainly on your own that you did it? Uh, just mainly on my own, man. I never, never had any formal training or anything like that. Um, I got really into sports after fifth grade too, so I kind of dropped that thing after a while. Yeah. So, so I found something really interesting about the band. <laughs> that is, you hmm. guys decided to go on uh, when you got. Born Blacktop Mojo, you guys moved in together. Word. Um, living in the Mojo Mansion. Word. Are you guys are you guys still living in Palestine together? And do you think that helps the band in some way to to live together? Um, definitely. And uh, yeah, we we all still uh, we live in the compound there. And uh, <laughs> oh no, it's turned from uh, a mansion yeah. to a compound. Wait, what? Oh, no. Yeah, we have. Uh, <laughs> We have we have two houses now. We oh got, my gosh! Sweet. <laughs> but now they're, they're within two minutes of each other, so we call it the compound. But uh, yeah, I think it really does help, man. Uh, we're able to write. We're able to, you know, support each other and really go all into the music stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Well, so I heard uh, from another interview that the Mojo Mansion. Uh, there's a doctor note uh, from a fan. Uh, that when they were hanging out with you guys, they had a little bit too much to drink, and the doctor had to advise them not to hang out with rock stars anymore. Is that true? What? That is true. And it's <laughs> funny you should bring that up because we're we're seeing him again tomorrow. So we'll see if we can get him. <laughs> oh, we can get him another doctor's note. I was about to say he didn't follow the rules, man. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. No doctor's orders. Come on, bro. 
so one other question about the Mojo Mansion. I noticed you you like to rock the sleeveless shirts a pretty good amount of times. You you have the sleeveless shirts. You let the <laughs> guns out. Is there a gym uh, in the Mojo Mansion, or do you just hit like a Planet Fitness or something around the area? Hmm. Uh, we actually hit the YMCA. It's like right down the street from my house. Nice. Nice. But, uh, more on the road, we got a little set of little barbell, little set of weights. There it is. Parking lots and stuff. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta, you gotta keep the bod tight while you're rocking. I understand, man. I understand. You gotta take care of yourself. Man. There you go. There you go. Well, now I ask this of all my guests uh, on the show. Um, I like to get to know about the area that they're from. Um, so if I'm coming to Palestine and I call you up and I'm like, Matt, where should I eat? What's the place that you're going to tell me in Palestine that I need to go eat? Uh, for lunch, I would say Old Magnolia Mercantile. Okay. Mercantile. How the hell you say that? And then uh, uh, that's where we started the band and that's where I used to work. And, nice. Uh, Great sandwiches, salads, and all that. And then uh, for dinner, you got the get the pint and barrel. You mm -hmm. have beer. Mm -hmm. uh, phenomenal food, all that. Very nice. I like two two direct answers. Sometimes I ask people, and they're just like, "Well, uh, we uh, we do barbecue and stuff." You could look in. <laughs> they don't give me a direct answer, so that's good. Uh, I I don't know if Google was pointing me in the wrong direction. They said Chef's Barbecue. Have you ever hit up Chef's? Hmm. Uh, Chef's is good too, man. Nice. Awesome. Okay, and yeah. the new one on the street there, Jocelyn's Donut. Did you ever have you ever had a Jocelyn Donut before? I have not. Okay. All right. Maybe. I check that out uh, i don't yeah exactly. you're, you're you're telling me about about <laughs> home now i'm too i'm too i'm too into food man it's bad, it's so, bad. <laughs> uh so let's talk about music uh so i've seen several times it's actually on your website uh that your music falls somewhere between skinnerd soundgarden and blackstone cherry uh, was that a conscious effort to sound like that, or was that just like three names you kept hearing from people, and you were like, "Yeah, I guess, I guess that's good to sound like those guys." Um, I de it definitely wasn't a conscious effort. We're not that smart, so um, uh, yeah, I, as, those are just kind of three three names that we kind of kept hearing from people that were describing us, and um, we're fans of all three of those bands, so you know. <laughs> Definitely. I think it's bad to sound like that. Mm -hmm. uh, definitely, definitely. Well, you guys have two albums currently out. You got 2014's I Am, uh, 2017's Burn the Ships, and then, like I said earlier, Under the Sun is due out uh, September 13th. Now, the second album, Burn the Ships, it was produced by Jimmy Johnson and recorded at Emporium Records in Nashville. How did Jimmy come into the picture? Because he's a big deal. Muscle, Muscle Shoals royalty there. He performed with Aretha Franklin, oh, yeah. Wilson Pickett, engineered tracks for Bob Seger, Rolling Stone. How did you guys, uh, you know, decide to, to hook up with Jimmy, or did he come to you? How'd that happen? Um, our, uh, our bass player is actually from Muscle Shoals out there. That's okay. Yeah, yeah. We kind of knew Jimmy through some mutual friends. And, uh, sending some of our uh, music that we were working on from the ships at the time. He actually picked up our single where the wind blows. Uh, yeah. Out of the lineup there. And then uh, we went down the phone and put that with his hand and uh, he got his engineer, Steve Melton. He turned all the knobs at, at uh, the Jackson Highway Studio. Yeah. And most of the Rolling the Stones and Bob Steve and all that. So uh, we recorded for the day with them at, at, at Fame and uh, really hit it off with him. 
and ended up going to Nashville to the rest of the record there. Very nice, very nice. Well, it came out it came out fantastic. <laughs> Uh, I heard you talking a while back. Uh, one an interviewer asked you which song you were most excited about on "Burn the Ships," and uh, you actually said "Shadows on the Wall," and you said it was because it was inspired by Plato's allegory of the cave, which essentially presents the idea of people chained to a wall. They can only see that wall. Their whole reality are the shadows that they see and what they represent. And I've got to say. Normally, you don't hear hard rockers inspired by ancient Greek philosophy. Nope. Uh, <laughs> does a lot of your inspiration come from philosophy? Where, how did how did that song, you know, come from that uh, inspiration? How did how did that come about? I think that was just by happenstance. I had I had been reading up on. Uh, I just came across Plato's allegory of the cave. Yeah. Right at the point where uh, uh, Keeper had that that little. Uh, the intro riff yeah thing. It just ended up kind of working out man <laughs> very nice well I gotta say that that song to me and I I think this is a compliment I think you would too but I, I get a real tool vibe from that song yes! it's a it, it, it's got it's got a, a tool flavor to, uh, to it compared to to your other jams I really like it um thank you man yeah, we'll take that <laughs> so also on that album uh, we already actually heard it on the show today, uh, is your cover of Aerosmith's Dream On. Uh, super popular on YouTube. It's over 12.5 million views now on YouTube. Uh, you guys have done a good number of covers. Yes! And uh, you, along with Small Town Titans, actually recently released a cover of uh, the song Hunger Strike uh, from Temple of a Dog. Say was that Small Town Titans' idea, and they called you up and were like, "Hey, we're going to do this cover. Are you in?" Is that how that happened, or what happened there? Uh, that's that's, uh, that's exactly how that happened. That's <laughs> it. Uh, they, they came up with the idea. Uh, we did that at Think uh, Lab Studios. Basically, all I had to do was buy a plane ticket and show up. And- well, I gotta say, uh, what impressed me the most about that was that you guys actually traded off on the the Chris Cornell high parts of the song. So the going hungry screams, you 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 both did them. Because I was wondering when when I went in to watch the video, I was like, who's gonna who's gonna sing that high part? Who's gonna sing the killer part? And then you guys went back and forth, man. And I I think you you did Chris Cornell proud. I've got to say. Thank you, man. Yeah. Well, uh, now I've got to ask, being a fan of the music, uh, Blacktop Mojo has some great acoustic stuff. Yes! Uh, the, the, the cover of In the Air, uh, Where the Wind Blows Acoustic, Underneath Acoustic, uh, the Dreams cover you guys did with Alex Smith. Has the band ever talked about recording like a total acoustic album like Godsmack Other Side EP? Because I think that would be a great album. Has that ever been in the conversation? Hmm. Um, it's not not in the conversation. Uh, <laughs> Sweet. I definitely, I definitely think that'd be a fun thing for us to do. Just gotta find the time to do it. Yeah. Well, I just think you know, listening to your songs, especially you, you did a set for the radio where you did several songs off of the Burn the Ships album acoustic, and I said, yeah. man, they got they they got a really good sound that way. It's 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 sort of like that other side god smack or like a days of the new sound and it was it was uh really good really good just you know file it in the file it in the back somewhere if you get a chance oh yeah oh yeah (laughs) 
Um, so I'm going to take it to church for just a second. Ecclesiastes 1, verse 9. What has been will be again. What has been done will be done again. There is nothing new under the sun. How'd that inspire the third album? Um, well, that's uh, King Solomon uh, talking about. Basically, he was looking for love in all wrong places. Mm-hmm. You know, women and wine, sex and drugs, you know, whatever. Like we all kind of do <laughs> that's a fact. from yeah. time to time. And uh, that's kind of the point there is there's nothing new under the sun. Those mistakes have been made. Yeah, countless times before us, and they'll be made countless times after us. Yeah, and, uh, it, uh, a lot of the songs on the album are inspired, uh, kind of by my own personal experiences and, and observations of other people. Uh, yeah, making making those mistakes, <laughs> repeating them over again, man. Well, so the album exactly. is supposed to come out, like I said, September thirteenth. Now you had a uh, the band had a pledge music campaign for the third album. And uh, Pledge Music went bankrupt. Jeez. Uh, did that slow you guys up as far as production on the album? Um, I, it definitely did. Uh, it, that, that hurt a lot of bands, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, there um, were millions of dollars uh, lost in the, in the gray areas there. So when I saw that, I said, man, that, that definitely had to be a part of why this, this album has sort of been slow on coming out. Right. Uh, I mean, that had a little bit to do with it there. And, uh, uh, you know, luckily we got some of our money. Uh, some bands weren't even that lucky. Yeah. And, and uh, we had enough to go to a studio near, our, you know, near where we live and, and finish up nice. the recording process. So we at least got the album done. And then uh, uh, we had, you know, some record labels that were trying to come in and offer us some deals and stuff. So that kind of slowed up. That's a hurry up and wait situation right there. <laughs> but, uh, and then we ended up going independent. So then, you know, that <laughs> took another month or two. But, you know. Uh, now, has Jimmy yeah. Johnson been a process of the third album, too? Or did you guys record this one on your own? Uh, we recorded this one uh, mostly in ourselves. That was it. Now, obviously, the the uh, <coughs> single right now off the album is Can't Sleep. What what song, we can't hear any of the songs that haven't been released as far as streaming yet, but what song are you most excited off of this new album? Ooh, that's a tough question. Um, I'm pretty excited about all of them. Um, <laughs> I think uh, the, the very first song on the album is called, uh, called Lay It On Me. And, yeah. Uh, uh, just personally for me, I had to push kind of beyond what I've been vocal in the past. Yeah. Uh, to, to hit some, some high notes and things like that. Uh, so... Well, I'm pretty I, excited to see if, if everybody thinks I sound like a dying cat or not. Wait, what? Well, I, I, I know you but, can uh, hit. <laughs> I know you can hit high notes, man. We heard the Dream On cover. You you can hit high notes. That's for sure. Yes! Um, Thank you. <laughs> last question, man. Uh, when are you guys coming to Jacksonville, Florida? You need you need to grace the birth birthplace of Skinnerd, man. Yes! Oh, absolutely. Um, hopefully this fall, man. We're uh, we're working on a little tour run right now. Uh, through the Midwest and the Northeast, mm-hmm. and then uh, we'll be home for a couple of weeks in September. Mm-hmm. Uh, be back out with Buck Cherry for the rest of that month. Into October, November should be hitting West Coast and, and all the places that we didn't 
hit on on this little run here. So. Plan plan out the warmer states for the colder months. I like it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I like it, man. Well, Matt, I want to thank you for taking the time to come on the show, man. We really appreciate it. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, listeners, you can keep up with Blacktop Mojo on Instagram and Twitter at Blacktop Mojo or on their website at www.blacktopmojo.com. Remember, the album is coming out September 13th. Let's take a listen right now to the newest single from Blacktop Mojo. This is Can't Sleep off of Under the Sun right here on the Doc G Show.
we are back here on the Doc G show. You just heard some black top mojo. Yes, indeed. Now, I didn't go over, Dave, in the interview about how they got the name. Nope. But apparently, uh, that's where you uh, go out with your friends on some back roads and mm-hmm. you, you get you get toasted uh, with the uh, with the adult beverages. Wait, what? That's apparently what oh, happens. You do that on, on the blacktop? Yeah, on the blacktop. And so it's blacktop mojo. You, get, when, you, get, you start feeling yourself and you get a little mojo going. Well, when people ask you the next day and they're they're like, man, why are you so hungover? You're like, blacktop mojo, man. Word. Blacktop mojo. That's, oh, that, okay. that's that's where it came from. Such a good rocking band, man. I need uh, me, me yeah, and man. you. We need to go down to the Mojo Mansion. Yes! We need to. Oh, yeah. We need to check Rock out. out with our socks out. We need to check out the Mojo Mansion. See what's going down there in Palestine. That's a fact. Uh, thank you, Matt James, for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Have a good rest of the tour. Folks, if you're out there, try to check out the shows. Dave, are you ready? Last birthday suit. Hmm. Of course, man. Let's go. Here we go. Born on August 14th, 1987 in, uh, I, I guess, Makati? Or is it Makati? I don't know. Hmm. I have no idea. Nope. Uh, we'll go with Makati. Makati, Philippines. Makati, Philippines. Philippines. Okay. If, Justin had come back that turd, we'd be able to ask him. And he'd probably say, I don't know. Anyways, uh, <laughs> I got a feeling if we said, how do you pronounce that? Like, I don't Is know. Pacquiao? Wait, what? Makati. Huh? No, I'm saying Pacquiao. Is that the? Is that whose birthday it is? Oh. <laughs> no. you, said Philipp- you said Philippines. <laughs> yeah. I was just trying to get a quick... Man, just trying to get a quick one in. Man, Manny would be young if that were the case. He'd only be 32. That'd be impressive. Manny's like 10 years older than that. Uh, actually, I, I think tried. he's like 13 years older than that. Anyways, anyways, we got really derailed. Our birthday suit wears parents had a Baptist ministry in the Philippines, hmm. right? Okay. And they moved back to the States in 1990 to Jacksonville, Florida. Our birthday suit wearer grew up loving sports. And in high school, mm-hmm. he decided to play football at Nice mm-hmm. High School. He, he Tim got, Tebow. There Timothy it is. Tebow. There it is. Okay, let me. The pride of Jacksonville, Florida. That is right. Timothy Tebow is correct. He led his team to a state championship and was named Parade Magazine High School All-American. Florida Player of the Year, he ended up going to the University of Florida where he was team MVP three years in a row, the only player to ever do that. Two-time national champion and Heisman uh, Heisman Trophy winner. He went on to play three seasons in the NFL. Nah, not too important. What? And he recently played minor league baseball, Mr. Timothy Tebow. Yes, indeed. Uh, Two two news updates, actually, about Timothy Tebow. They were just just in the the, uh, news. Uh, One... Uh, his minor league uh, season came to a uh, untimely end uh, this past uh, week. Apparently, ooh, he got wait, a uh, deep, deep cut in his pinky finger. Ugh. I gotta I ask what happened. Happens. 
Like I like they didn't have any information. They were just like deep cut in his pinky finger, and I was like, "What? How does that? Was that like an off the field thing? Because it really doesn't seem like an on the field thing." <laughs> nope. Um, yeah. Anyways, the second news: he bought another house in Jacksonville. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw that Glen Kern Country Club. I think in in the same in the same housing development. He already has a house yeah. there. So I I yeah. I find that like he's probably going like, to give it away to some needy person because he's just so true. Well, awesome here's here's person. my uh, idea. At first I was like, okay, like why wouldn't you just build another house onto your house that you already have there? Yeah. That would be good. Mm-hmm. Then I was like, you know what he's probably doing? It's probably a guest house. Like so it doesn't even have to be close to his house. He's like, "Oh yeah, you want to come hang with me? Yeah, come down to my house. Here's your guest house. It's down that road." Mm. Right? And Smart. That's a nice. That's Smart. a nice way of doing it. You don't even have to talk to the person. You wake up. You don't have to see them, but they can come you over to your to house once you're when ready. You want to? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You're like, okay, oh, I can see people now. Rich. I'm. I, I have woken up. I feel the day now. You can come enter the main house. Like that's. It's a nice way of doing yeah. it, and your friends get a real swanky house. That's for sure. Um, you know, that's like five minutes from the studio. We could probably, you know, it is. work some magic and, you know, maybe it is. get Tim, it's in, right down there. Tim in or I, or even sneak our way into the guest house. Wait, what? I've, I've been thrown out of that housing development several times for jogging on the weekend. So true. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah, well, actually, one time I jogged through it, right, and uh-huh. all the all the way through it to the other side, and then I came jogging oh, back, wow. and when I was jogging back through, the guard on that side was like, "Hey, do you live here?" And I was like, "No, I just I just came out of there though." And he was like, "You can't go back in." I was like, but, yeah. "So I had to take the long way." And go all oh, the way to the other side. I was very upset at that, that security guard. That jog uh, added multiple miles to that. That's a fact. Multiple miles. Multiple miles. Oof. Anyways. Anyways. Happy birthday to Tim Tebow. Uh, turning the big 3-2. Three, 3-2. Two. Three, two. Dang, 3-2. Uh, yeah. Train to A.E. Dose. Train to A.E. Dose. Uh, oh, Dave, nice Spanish. Uh, you know, <laughs> I throw it out there. Um... <laughs> We've got at least, actually, actually, we haven't had that many Spanish-speaking listeners. We've had Italian listeners, and we've had, we had a lot Portuga- of Portuguese with Portuguesa, yeah, but no, no Spanish. Yeah. What's the deal? Anyways, Dave, we've yeah, got great is. shows. I don't, I don't need to explain it to you. You know, I don't need to explain it to the listeners. They know. I've got oh, the lunkers. They're, they're coming it. out. We- we know the we got the routine down now. You get the big names, the lunkers, and they just exactly. know to be ready for the next week. Amen. Amen. They get ready. They get excited. They see what's going down, and guess what? It's going down. That's right. So, with oh, that yeah. being said, I can say this has been the Doc G Show. I have been your host, Doc G. With me, as always, Dave Burles Berlin. Guys, go jam out to the new playlist on Spotify. Yes. You won't hey man, regret it. I've I've done it several times on 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 Yogs. Yes. I've gone on some my jogs, like, jammed out to it. Yeah, dude, my my like calm pool session turned into a whole like pool jam session. I like you know, it. I, just, I like it. it Good stuff. And it, and it throws 
throws curveballs. You're not ready for it. All of a sudden, you're like, no. you're like, listen, you're listening to Tim Baker. You're cruising. You're like, oh yeah, I want to dance. Yeah, I want to dance with you. Oh oh oh, what tropodelic? I wasn't. What? Oh, Def Leppard. What? what? Hold the phone, sheepdogs. Huh? Like it's just, it's all over the place. You just don't know what's coming. It's so good. Exactly. It's so good. Anyways, until next time, guys. Zip it up and zip it out. Zippity doo da. Wow. Wow. Wow.